potential for video is is astonishing to me. I love it. And it's still, there's still a lot of agents who are extremely hesitant to embrace that medium. Um, a lot right. of them don't want to get in front of a camera. They just, they don't know how to prep for that sort of thing. And I don't quite understand that because a lot of you guys are going to be working one-on-one -on -one with these these people yeah. as it is. And, and I don't think it's a fair excuse to say you're, you're scared to show your face on camera because you're going to see these people in person eventually. So definitely right. take advantage of video, get it up on Facebook, get it up on YouTube as well. Um, and take advantage of, of the lack of video, I think that is circulating right now among real estate agents. There's still a lot of opportunity there as well. Right. Yeah, ab absolutely. Absolutely. You are listening to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Live Show. My name is Zach Hammer and today with me, I have Kelvin Krupiak of Easy Agent Pro. Let me tell you a bit about Kelvin. I've got some information on my screen here. So uh, Easy Agent Pro develops stylish and functional lead capture websites for real estate agents. Kelvin himself comes from a family of real estate agents and has been around the industry his whole life. Uh, he specializes in digital strategy and content development with Facebook and video marketing being two of his strongest areas of focus. Uh, he has also worked one-on-one -on -one with hundreds of agents to help them develop their own personal branding strategy and uh, establish cost-effective lead generating funnels. And I can tell you, uh, you know, from personal experience, I've seen the content that Kelvin puts out. He's got uh, some great videos that he puts out on YouTube. He's helping all the time in his Beat, uh, Beatzillow uh, Facebook group. He's got some great content for you. I'm really excited to bring him on. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Welcome to the show, Kelvin. What's up, everybody? How's it going, man? How's it going, man? So we uh, so we were just doing our, our pre-show. We were chatting a little bit, but uh, but we're gonna dive into the uh, into the meat and potatoes now, and really dive into into some of the content. So first off, thanks again for uh, for coming on the show. It's always great when people are willing to give up their time and uh, uh, and give back to the real estate community, add add more value, and uh, and really try and raise up uh, raise up everybody's business. So thanks for thanks so much for coming on and be willing to participate. Yeah, my pleasure, man. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Awesome, awesome. So, really, I, I think one of the best places to start is uh, is always just to, to to start from a place of context. So, so you work at uh, Easy Agent Pro. Uh, you're a marketing strategist there. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things. So, first off, uh, tell us a bit more about Easy Agent Pro. What do you guys do? Um, and kind of where do you fit into this uh, into this world of real estate, real estate marketing? Yes. We develop lead capture websites specifically for agents, but more than that, we also work one-on-one -on -one with all of our clients to help them develop the type of strategies they need to succeed in a digital world. Because there's a lot of different places you can go to just get a website, but there's not a lot of places you can go to find a way to put that into action and make it work for you. So we're, we're trying to balance the two together. Um, and we're also working on finding new and, and innovative ways to bring different features to the sites to help you capture the attention of people online since that's just more and more where people are going. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really like anybody watching, if, if you're not already familiar with them, Easy Agent Pro does, it, they deliver on exactly what, what Kelvin just described. They've, they've got, they've got a, you know, a site service that is really the whole package. It is, um, it's gonna look great. It's gonna help you generate leads and you know, with things like their Beadzilla group and the training that you provide on YouTube and, and that kind of stuff, you're also providing the training on really how to use that and actually get into action and, you know, grow, grow a real estate business off of it. It is, it is for me, the place where I recommend people really get started. So any, any, any new agent, anybody who's, who's getting started in the industry, or even if they've been around for a little bit and they're looking for a great place to sort of host their, their own brand and their own business, 
Absolutely. I, I don't think there's a better option than the than than the lead sites from Easy Agent Pro. So it's it's a fantastic you know whole suite of services that you guys are doing. So thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. If anybody's interested at all, come talk to us. We can we can um we got content created for you. We've got lead capture pages for you. We've got connection to just about any CRM you can imagine. So a lot of different flexibility. So we'd love to we'd love to chat more. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, so now, now that people have some context and, and know a bit about, you know, what easy agent pro is, um, where, where do you guys see right now being some of the, the, the bigger struggles that, uh, that agents are going through that, that you guys are trying to, trying to solve? What are, and if, if you have more than one, we can take them, you know, one by one, we can take some of these concepts. If, if you have one big one, that'll be fine too. But where, where would you say are some of some of the biggest struggles that, that real estate agents are facing right now? So I think one of the biggest things that I've been dealing with lately is a lot of people seem to be under the impression that there's this quick, easy trick way to be capturing leads and attention online. And that's just a, com that's a complete lie. So one of the things I have to keep reiterating, it seems like is the same type of work that you put into traditional means of marketing in real estate with your open houses, with mailers, with whatever you're doing, that type of work still needs to go into what you're doing online. And then also paired with that, the type of success that you see online that one agent had in a completely different market doesn't mean it's necessarily going to translate identically over to you and your market. Right. Things that I've had to address quite a lot lately, um, just to kind of drive home that point, because marketing itself is just going to be testing and, and re-implementing and then testing again. And things are always going to work differently depending on where you're at and how exactly you're implementing it. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, there, there are so, there are so many factors that go into whether a marketing strategy works or not. There's you know, there, there's there's the local demographics. How used to they? How used to this style of marketing are they? Um, how familiar with you know with, with you know X Y Z lead generation method, all, all that kind of stuff. And it really goes into um, you know how how far a strategy will go in any given market. So you're exactly right. Um, the 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 key is to focus on on the good uh, solid principles, right? Of of knowing you're helping people, of knowing how to help them, how to actually solve problems for them, and then kind of making that message aware. You know, make, making them aware of, of of that message, right? Absolutely. And the foundation of it is just being a valuable community resource. So and and then it's just dispersing that all the value that you bring, dispersing it as wide as you possibly can. But absolutely, absolutely. that's the foundation of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I know what, what's what's cool is like, I've, I've seen you guys uh, leverage some really cool, uh, really cool tactics that can engage people on um, so many different ends of the funnel too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, going a little bit into the weeds here, um, one, one specific one that I really liked and, and I've recommended to a lot of my clients as well is uh, um, the, like the holiday lights uh, style post. Right. Because it's one of those things that, uh, that as a real estate agent, the reality is, is sure, like you should you should have like a target market. You should you should have your focus. But in some form or fashion, almost every person is a potential you know, in your area is a is a potential client. Right. Everybody's going to do a real estate transaction every three to five years on average. So if, if if you've got somebody's information and can communicate with them over the long term, you can potentially get a client. So something like the. Uh, like the you know the holiday lights map or the holiday lights the, the the top places to go see holiday lights is such a it's one of those things that a lot of people don't think about but it's a really great fit for like that top of funnel just building awareness sort of marketing and it, it, it's it's those kind of creative strategies that I think are a really good use of exactly what you're talking about here of uh, you know it, it it's these good strategies you may not you may not generate immediate business off of something like that but you're going to start building those contacts. You're going to start building that relationship. And it's a really great way to uh, uh, get in and, uh, and start doing that.
See, that's the thing is I think what you just said in terms of people not generating immediate business off of those things and that just because of that fact, people strategies immediately or just completely ignore them because they don't see the value to it. But that agent specifically picked up well over 150 um, contact points of information to put into his CRM. And now he's got, he's building his database and that that's one of the biggest elements to it. And keeping that database as full as possible is how you convert and generate sales and, and commission down the line. So it's, right. it's just completely overlooked. And because it's so overlooked, it's easy to really get in on that type of content marketing strategy that so many agents just don't do. Yeah. And, and not only that, I think the reality is, is as, as the market continues to shift um, toward, you know, agents that are getting smart about it, that are doing content marketing, that are getting people in at that top end of the funnel and then communicating with them for years before they ever expect a deal to fall out, fall out of it. Um, as that happens, you got to realize if you're the kind of person that's only expecting to find those immediate deals, they're, they're going to start not existing. Right. Because right. those people were already have built a relationship with the person that was willing to work with them for two to three years before they ever were even ready to do it, do a transaction. Right. And, and who are you going to do business with? The person that has been with you for the past three years, not only keeping you entertained and, and giving you good information, but also showing their market expertise and, and showing that they know what they're talking about. Or are you going to go with a random person that you just met that week? Right. Like as as the as the world shifts toward this this realm where people are able to build these connections over the long run you'll start you'll start seeing those deals not being able to be had otherwise absolutely eventually it's going to get to a point where the only way to start establishing repeat business is exactly how we just described so right. i think you're completely right yeah and, and, and luckily right now uh it, it's it's still a bit of a wild west not everybody's doing mm -hmm. it there's still a lot of opportunity. So, you know, would you rather, would you rather, you know, uh, what, what's the, what's that, what's that uh, proverb? It's the, uh, um, you know, the, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now. Right. Absolutely. So it, it, so you, you, you got to take care of this while there's still a good opportunity. Otherwise you're constantly going to be looking back and, and wishing you had taken action. So it's a, a fantastic, yeah. Fantastic stuff there. Okay. So, so, uh, so the, the issues that you're seeing, and I completely agree with you. So um, I would say that no silver bullet, right? There isn't just right. a, a magic trick that's going to make, make your business completely turn around. It's, it's still hard work. It's still quality. It's still actually helping people. Uh, and then these results are not going to be, you know, one-to-one -one for every market. Just because, you know, one tactic is working great in Southern California doesn't mean it's going to work well in, you know, uh, Midwest Iowa, right? Like right. it, the, the, the trends will stay the same, but tactic by tactic, they may not work exactly the same. Exactly. And I mean, they're starting points. So one of the, uh, in beat Zillow and on the YouTube channel is we put out all these case studies. So there's successful stories, Facebook ads or whatever it may be. And they've been generating leads and information and it might be foreclosures. It might be downsizing. It might be getting your home ready to sell, whatever it may be. Those are all great points to start. And the biggest, the biggest thing you need to do is pick one of those one of those elements to start, and right. then you need to start identifying how to make it better for your market specifically, and then the type of improvements that you can make along the way. That's what it's about. It's not it's not okay. I'm going to copy this exact strategy. I should expect 40 leads because this agent got 40 leads from that same strategy. So, right, yeah, and and it's it's almost impossible to guarantee any sort of a any sort of uh, of result like that, right? Because um, how many competing agents there are in the market, how valuable the potential leads are in the market makes a big difference too, right? Like if you're, if you're, if you're trying to run ads in an area where the average home sale price is a million plus, 
you know, you got to imagine people are willing to pay a bit more to generate those leads than the people than the people who, you know, who are in areas where the average price is 100,000. And, right. and so accounting for that, like, the same ad spend doesn't go, doesn't always go as far in different markets. So yeah, just knowing that, knowing that the, the starting place is knowing here, why, why does this campaign work, right? Like, what, what is it that people actually want? What is, what is the value that I'm bringing to the table? And then massaging it to make it fit what people in your area may spe- may specifically be wanting or figuring out the pricing that actually uh, works in your market. Absolutely. And like you said, when, when you're in a market where you're working with like luxury properties, so a million plus, your marketing budget is going to have to increase proportionate to that. Right. So you know, you're going to have to spend more on it. And then also one thing I'd like to address too is we had this question in Beatsville the other day was, hey, I got this number, this number of leads for this money spent. Um, are those good results? And I $400 spent this number of leads. It's I can't give you a direct answer. If just one of those converts to sale, then yeah, the entire thing was validated. But right. there's you, if you're spending time looking for these baseline numbers that are going to give you an indication of whether or not you're, it's the ad that you should be focusing on, I can't give you those numbers just yet. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think more than anything, one of the, one of the elements that, that does matter, um, I, I think paying attention to things like, uh, like your click through rate, um, just right. seeing are, are people actually engaging with this? Exactly. Um, and then paying attention to things like, uh, um, you know, what, what, what's the quality of the lead generated? How many conversations are you generating? Maybe not not necessarily the cost per conversation, but how, how many people are you actually able to communicate with? And, and starting to at least figure out, um, there may not be a baseline number, you know, across the board all over the country, but you could start to figure out some of your baselines and start to see exactly. how does this compare to my other marketing methods and, and you know, what can I re- what can I expect from this? Absolutely. That's the thing is you have to establish. So when out there and, um, and it starts getting traction, click-through rate's a good way to identify the type of engagement people are having. So some kind, and people are reacting to that, but they're not opting in on your page, for example. You're not getting right. the information. Then you, you fell through somewhere. You lost the amount of value offered up wasn't enough at the, after people got through from the end. So it's about identifying the different stages that the user has to go through before you your CRM. And then it's about following up and everything from there. But the first point is, like you said, figuring out what are they engaging with? What are they, and then how does that translate to me actually capturing their information? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, it, one of the other things that I see people uh, see people missing too is um, ads. Ads do have have a certain half life, right? Like especially if you're if you're sending them to the same audience all the time. So understanding. Maybe the ad worked for a while, but you need to change it up, adjust it, modify it, because now that audience is pretty desensitized to that marketing message or that concept. And so it could be for for some people, and this goes back to your original point of, you know, it's not always one-to-one results. It could be that that's already happened, right? Like you could be going into a market where they've already been shown that style of marketing a lot. And so you you need to change and adapt so that you're, you're giving them something new to look at that they aren't so, uh, uh, you know, fatigued to. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I mean, so you, you work with clients a lot too on Facebook ads. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, so do you have like a, just out of curiosity, do you have like a typical recommendation when it comes to like the time frame that somebody should be experimenting with an ad before they can actually start seeing what, you know, what is, what are the clear indications that they need to move on to another setup or just tweak something? Yeah. So for, for me, um, so I start almost all my ads at, at, at five bucks a day to kind of uh, uh, get them, uh, what, what's the word, uh, uh, matured 
Um, right. Because Facebook is so, and a lot of people don't don't realize how Facebook's built-in optimization works. But uh, they they as as Facebook starts getting your results, they start figuring out more and more who to send, who to, who to put who to put your ad in front of. That's more likely to get you the result that, that that you want. But you have to give it a bit of time for that to happen before you can really make a determination. So it, minimum seventy-two hours for most ads just to see uh, what's going on. Um, there is some level of like if 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 you've spent you know five to ten dollars and you're not getting any clicks, you're probably like you're probably not getting enough engagement rate. Um, so there, there there are some early indicators like that. But in terms of um, kind of some of those baseline of uh, of of getting at least some clicks and then seeing results, I mean, the reality is you've got if you can get an ad that is getting engagement. Generally, it's 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 not a how long do you give it to see if it's working. It's what do you change to make it work, because. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the as long as you've got the engagement, you can tell that people are people want this information. There's something about it that's working. There's something there's something breaking in the process that's making it that's making it not work. Um, and and the other the other thing is exactly what you said. Know that your that your focus is not to find those one you know those immediate deals, right? Like your focus mm -hmm. has got to be in generating generating people that you can have conversations with, so you can build that relationship because. Real estate, when you're do, when you're dealing with a transaction that is in most places minimum six figures or higher, mm -hmm. people are not going to do business with you based off of an email, not not by that by itself. You need to talk to them, right? Like you need to actually have conversations, two way conversations with people. It doesn't always have to be on the phone. Um, I think you know things like like two way email communication and messenger and whatnot um, are are still great ways to build a relationship. Is that is that what you guys are seeing too? That it's that it, it's less about um, necessarily having the phone conversation phone conversation is great but uh, uh and more about talking to people having conversations does that make sense yeah absolutely i mean the phone conversation comes somewhere so it takes right. anywhere from five to 12 contact points before someone actually converts into a, a high quality lead so where you establish those initially facebook messenger automated text responses based on providing you the phone call comes but yes having having that earlier stage of contact via something like Facebook Messenger, which is something we were talking about earlier, that's where you get in at a very early stage in somebody's real estate experience. And that's where you can start that conversation as early as possible. And the earlier you can start that conversation and address the type of needs that somebody's going to have while they're traveling through that experience, that's, right. that's where you're securing a client. That's, that's where it happens. Exactly. Exactly. I think, I think the mindset, the mindset shift that I've seen help people, uh, the most is is switching from thinking of themselves as 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 a salesperson and thinking of themselves more as a concierge, where their their goal is to help them wherever they are. And when you help somebody at that stage, you you you'll get their business in the future. So if you've got somebody who's you know looking to uh, potentially buy a home and they have no idea what their credit score is, they haven't pursued financing at all yet. Well, that's where you start. You start there, right? Like you, you help them with that part. You have the, you have the, the lenders that you connect with, the credit repair people that you send them to, and and you just help them wherever they are, and that wins you the business to move forward. And the same token, if they're not ready to buy a house yet, like if they aren't even looking to buy a house yet, don't try and sell them a house, <laughs> right? Like you, you're not going to sell somebody a house who doesn't want to buy one. Just help them with whatever they're, whatever they're looking for right now. Absolutely, and I, I think it's also. Another good point is identifying where they are right now. So we have on our, on our websites, for example, I was talking about this the other day on a live session is if you got a lead on an Instafarm page, which is a, a community page or a neighborhood page or whatever it may right. be, 
it, it's specific listing. So there's specifically meaning they haven't settled on a specific house. So how are you following up with them? And so if it's just your generic auto response based on, hey, welcome to my website, how, whatever you need, blah, blah, blah. No, take advantage of the fact that you know where they're at in the process and follow up, say, hey, I know you were looking at this area itself. Is there about the specific neighborhood or the various amenities that they offer? How can you cater your response to um, really reflect your interest in where, where they're at in that process? Does that make yeah, sense? Exactly, exactly. The, yeah. more, the more that you can make it clear that that you are a real person on the other end, that yeah. that you that you understand, it's like this is one of the things that I think people get freaked out about. Um, I actually, I just, I just did a, a Facebook Live yesterday or the day before with uh, with my business partner. Uh, we did it in our private group. But uh, one of the things that we talked about was we talked about open houses, and this is one of the big big areas where I see people get freaked out about this, which is in an open house people are very often just coming and they're just curious, right? Like they're, they're either a nosy neighbor, which is fine. It's actually a great source of potential seller leads, but uh, uh, they're either like a, a nosy neighbor or, or maybe they're not in the stage yet where they're buying, but they're just kind of daydreaming and, and that's okay. Right. But uh, the reason why a lot of people won't want to like sign in for the open house or won't want to um, potentially give up their contact information is because the agent has not made it clear why, why, why would I want to? Why would I want you to follow up with me? Why would I want more information? And generally that's as simple as having a conversation, finding out where they are and helping them where they are, right? If they are the daydreamer, then you don't say like, you know, I'm gonna send you a bunch of listings and, and show you that exact house that you wanna buy. It's asking questions, find out what, what they're dreaming about and maybe starting to point them in the right direction of, well, here's how you might be able to make your dream a reality. Here's some of the steps you might wanna look at. Um, and then saying, can I send you that information? Cause it's actually relevant to what they're looking at. <laughs> and and so, the same, so the same concept with the, with the Insta farm pages, which, which again, um, another fantastic tool for me, see agent pro <laughs> it's, uh, uh, really, uh, really easy to put together, uh, uh, community specific pages. Right. So like, um, most people, they, uh, will, will potentially be looking for, um, uh, like, uh, subdivisions or maybe area names. And so the, these pages are an easy way to, um, take that and turn it into like a very SEO friendly um, way to generate leads, right? That's that's the idea behind the Insta Farm pages. Yes, sir. That's the basic premise. So just it's it's you taking advantage of people who are searching for general information on a specific area is what it comes down to. And they're also just a great layout to provide neighborhood guides and other resources that you can just right. pull out and send out via email anytime you need. But basically, the point of that too is. So there, you need to have depth in your resources. You can't just have a website with a page that's, I have a home value analysis page and I have a contact page and right. I'm basically good. No, you need to have depth in terms of content that you're providing for people like we just talked about, depending on where they're at. So we've got your blog, you've got your community right. pages, your analysis page, you've got a bunch of different eBooks. There's, it's hard to express the value of the content, but explaining why we're trying to cater to all those people at different stages in that process. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so, so those, those, those pages provide a really good springboard to be able to capture somebody at, at what is probably a fairly, um, I, I they, they could be, they, I guess they could be in a few different levels of interest when they're in a, 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 on a community page, but they, they might be anywhere from even deciding what community they're looking for, right? Like they're, they, maybe they don't know that they're interested in that community. So they're checking out communities. Um, or, or maybe they know that they want something in that community, but they're trying to find something in there. But anyway, but taking that information and being able to say, Hey, I can, I can take you from where you are and help you get to the next step. And I understand where you are. 
Because I, I think one of the biggest things that people, you know, people are worried about is they're worried that they're going to get the same thing that you that you get when you walk into like an auto dealership, where exactly the minute you come in, they want to sell you a car. It's like eh, I don't want to buy a car right now. Like I, I'm 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 coming in. I want to test drive some options. People feel the same way when they walk into like an open house, where if they don't understand, you know, what you're going to do to help them, what they feel like you're going to do is you're going to try and sell them that house, and they may not want that house, right? Like mm -hmm. it. So if, if that's if that's your approach, that's that's part of the issue. So when you're looking at follow up and doing that kind of thing, I think exactly what you said, having having these sorts of you know things like these, uh, the, the community pages, the Insta farm pages, um, that sort of springboard and give you more information about where they might be in the process allows you to follow up more, more accurately, more effectively, uh, which will ultimately increase your conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think having those resources, it's about all those resources give you the opportunity to find out exactly where these people are. And that's one of the first steps in in picking up a successful lead is figuring out where they're actually at. So uh, it keeps going when you're looking straight. So I think Scooter can hear us okay? I, I hope think, so. I, I really I do. So. I think so. I've, I've at least been able to hear enough to, to make sure, like I like I hear the message that's coming through. So it, it cuts out every once in a while, but it's enough. I'll try to, and uh, stay close to the mic, Scooter. I'll be, I'll just hopefully it's we'll, picking everything we'll get, up. I'll stay close. We'll get that, we'll get that deep raspy radio voice and uh, we'll start, we'll start wooing, wooing <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to K Jazz. Um, <laughs> awesome. So, what what would you say? Uh, so, so moving moving on from some of this, what what would you say uh, is is Easy Agent Pro's uh, like like unique way of of helping to solve these issues? What 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 is so so you know we mentioned the the the, the silver bullet, the one to one results. What what is EG Agent, Easy Agent Pro's um, a solution for this, right? For for helping people to get past the the feel that they need the the silver bullet. Uh, what's the solution to uh, uh, to take some of these results and try and apply them to multiple markets? How does how does Easy Agent Pro fit into that? So in terms of showing agents exactly how how to yeah. So one of the biggest things that we've done is we've got daily coaching and now case studies. So those have been two of the biggest ways that we've been able to communicate. Here's how this agent was able to generate successful leads and contact information online um, right. and overcome those barriers and help identify exactly where someone was in their process. So those have been a huge part of it. So we've got free coaching that even if you're part of the BeatZillow group, you can attend. We post a lot of those live sessions in there too. But right. basically we're trying to help identify exactly how someone was able to get in on the conversation early using something like a Facebook ad, using something like Facebook messenger, and then break down those different barriers. Awesome. Awesome. And, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think that really is the key. Um, I, I just did a, uh, a Facebook live with, uh, um, with, with Kevin Kaufman and, uh, he's out of, uh, the, the Phoenix area. I don't know if you're familiar with Kevin or not, but, uh, uh, one of the things that, that he and I were talking about, which I think is really relevant to this and why that coaching um, makes such a big difference is the reality is as soon as somebody has like a good marketing method, as mm -hmm. soon as somebody has something that's working, that's the point where it's probably, it's not too late, but it that's the point where that marketing method now starts potentially becoming less effective in more places, right? Because as soon as somebody's figured it out, it starts spreading, it starts getting used, um, it potentially gets saturated. Uh, and so as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, the biggest thing that, that needs to be there is that, is that process of, of continuing to iterate, of continuing to, to, to fix things, of continuing to adapt. And that's where that coaching makes such a big difference because it, it lets you start with, Hey, I know this was working. Let's break down a bit why it was working. 
and let's see maybe what we need to adapt to apply it in this in this new world and these new changes and other markets, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's super powerful. Absolutely. And I think too, when I think it's important to have that in the back of your mind. So when you've got an ad strategy, whenever you've got something that you've, you've finally figured out, this works really well, understand in the back of your mind that that's going to change very soon, because that's just the nature of the industry itself. That's the nature of the online world. And so what we like to do is, especially what I do at EasyAgent Pro is I've always got at least 10 to 20% of my marketing budget going into other things that I'm testing. So as soon as something has started to diminish in value and return, I immediately have something I can replace it with and start that process again. And so you got to just have that in the back of your mind is understand that the efficiency is going to start going down as soon as you figure out exactly what's working. And so you've got to keep rotating. Exactly. It, it, the, the way that I've always liked to like to think of it in, in, in my business is uh, I, I have a certain percentage that I consider like my research and development fund where right. it's, it's, it's there 100% to test new ideas, to just try and see what works. I don't, you don't need it to make you money because the other things are making you money, but you use it as your, as your, you know, your, your search process for finding the other methods that'll carry you through any problems that you run into. Just double checking the time. Okay, cool. Um, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, absolutely. That's what you need to do every time. So every time you get, you know, every time you get a closing, understand what percentage of that's going to be for your marketing budget. And then, like you said, you've got a certain percentage that you split for research and development. And so just break that down right away. Start reverse engineering from the closing itself to the actual launch of the ad and break down that budget. Yeah, exactly. And it's so it's so important because it, it, it also puts you in a different mindset, which is which is really important when you're running ads, because even ads that work, you have to have a certain percentage of knowing you're testing this. Right. right. Um it, but having that having that budget available where you know 100% it is just there for testing it's just there to try and figure things out um, really helps to keep you in the right mindset where you where you can you can play with it you can fiddle with it a bit to try and make it work but not be so stressed out because like you feel like your next commission commission check needs to come from that ad exactly exactly i think having that type of having that mentality is what discourages a really getting in depth and exploring things like facebook ads yeah, exactly. And it's such an interesting thing. Actually, I heard somebody talk about that, talk about that recently. Um, you know, we as people will spend, will spend hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars on, on courses and teaching and tools, but we get scared to death of spending five bucks a day on a Facebook ad because I don't know why. I, I, the, the way that I, what they had said is they thought that maybe it has something to do with like with the other things, you know, you're spending the money, you like, you know what you're getting from it. Um, with, with something like Facebook ads, uh, you're spending the money and it's like just watching your money go away and you don't know if you're necessarily getting something from it or not. So it's just like a harder thing to mentally grapple with, but it's, I mean, it, it's the game. It's, it's, it's what you got to do. Yeah. It's what you got to do. And it's what you got to do right now, especially because I just think I we, we're very much under the impression that Facebook's where a lot of agents need to be right now while the getting's good, because eventually that could change. Um, as you know, like if more and more businesses and more agents start pulling into Facebook because they start seeing that potential saturation goes up, cost goes up for ads, you can't get the same type of return. Eventually, three years down the line, Facebook might not be the ideal solution for you. But right now it is. So, I mean, if you take away anything from this, get get going while the getting's good, like take yeah. advantage of it right now, regardless of that fear, put that fear aside, start experimenting with it. And I can guarantee you it's going to start showing you the type of results you need when it comes to online lead generation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it really, it doesn't take much to test, right? Like, no, like I think, I think the, the minimum spend on Facebook is I think five bucks a day at this point. Um, 
so yeah, for five bucks a day, you could test it at, you could see what happens. You could start learning. And I mean, what, what is that? It's a uh, 150 bucks a month. Uh, if you spent all of that, yeah, five times 30, $150 a month. So that, that is, that is your potential downside, but your upside is one deal pays for, you know, a whole year of testing ads. So it, it, there, there's just so much potential benefit from it. And, and again, if you have that mindset of knowing that, that it's, it's a process, it's testing, it's figuring it out, that makes such a big difference on actually being able to make it work. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Yeah. Cool. 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 Okay. So what, what, uh, uh, one of the things that I think I'd, I'd like to dive into, um, well, actually, no, one of the things that I, I think would be a good option as, as well, a, a very specific thing that I know you, you can potentially have some good ideas to, to talk about here. Uh, where do you see the biggest opportunities for real estate agents when it comes to, when it comes to video, when it comes to, um, uh, like like YouTube because I know you you do a lot of YouTube videos you're you're putting out some really good content on YouTube uh, and 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 video platforms where where do you think as a real estate agent there's good opportunity or what does that look like so there is huge opportunity just with video in general because I mean with things like indexing and by 2019 even a majority of search results is going to be video things being indexed and ranked it's going to be video. Um, so the earlier you can get started on that, I'm just, we're just prepping you right now. There's a lot of value coming down the line, but the best place to get started is, I mean, putting videos on YouTube is a great thing to do because of their search capabilities, but also it's going to take a while to grow there and grow in visibility there. It's a really hard network to grow on. One of the right. best places you can start utilizing videos is actually Facebook. I think the most, yep. the, the, the reach and capability for views and exposure on just Facebook alone, shared on your feed, put up on an ad or shared onto your personal profile, the amount of views that you can get in a very small time frame dwarfs YouTube because it does take a long time to build a following and build visibility there. So Facebook Absolutely. is actually still the best place I think for video actually to get, you know, up on all three of those different places. I just said ads, your, your business page and your personal feed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Facebook, especially right now, um, both live video and, uh, um, you know, whatever you call not live video, um, they, they, they are still very actively pushing it on Facebook. They're, they're rewarding video going into the, uh, into the feed more readily than other types of content. Um, so it, it is, it is also easier to get wider distribution on Facebook, leveraging something like video as well. So you've got, you've got that benefit as well as the, you know, the, the people that are already there and available to, to watch your video. So there, there's, there's a ton of uh, benefit right now to using Facebook for sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's why our, even our personal our ease agent pro Facebook feed, we've switched over to a majority of videos going up because that's just what Facebook's prioritizing. Like you said. Um, and then that doesn't mean that you can't see good stuff on YouTube though. We've had, we had a, an agent a long time back who, you know, he created a quick little walkthrough of a house with his phone. He put the video up on YouTube and he titled the address of the listing itself. And that showed up on, on search results immediately. And people were finding it. And because of that video, he was getting calls and, and inquiries just because of that one video. So the potential for video is, is astonishing to me. I love it. And it's still, there's still a lot of agents who are extremely hesitant to embrace that medium. Um, a lot right. of them don't want to get in front of a camera. They just, they don't know how to prep for that sort of thing. And I don't quite understand that because a lot of you guys are going to be working one-on-one -on -one with these, these people <laughs> as it is. And, and, I don't think it's a fair excuse to say you're, you're scared to show your face on camera because you're going to see these people in person eventually. So definitely right. take advantage of video, get it up on Facebook, get it up on YouTube as well. Um, and take advantage of, of the lack of video. I think that is circulating right now among real estate agents. There's still a lot of opportunity there as well. Right. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. For, for me, one of the biggest things that I see in terms of content creation opportunity, especially to grow an audience and, and get some of that organic reach. Now, obviously, yeah, you being somebody who, who also you know, knows a lot about Facebook ads and whatnot, I, I'm, I'm sure you realize this. What, one of the things that I always have to deal with uh, whenever I'm talking to people is there seems in the back of their mind, every single person uh, has some level of like, I want to be able to grow my business for free. And, and like you can, it tends to be a ton of work. You can, but the reality is, is all the most successful businesses, anybody who is, who has a ton of success, one of the main, uh, uh, factors that you find they have in common is that they, they spent money on their business, right? They, 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 they spent money on ads. They spent money to grow their business. So you, you shouldn't always be looking for the free methods, but that being said, when you can potentially uh, mitigate some risk by doing some free methods, I think a, a, a video is actually a great way to be able to get some free distribution. Um, a strategy that, I, that I'm seeing that I'm really excited about right now that leverages video is, uh, is doing these same kind of shows. So exactly what we're doing right here, but doing it um, as like a local lifestyle uh, sort of thing. So what, what you do is you, you interview local businesses or um, uh, local entertainment places, and you talk about what makes that business great, what makes it cool, and here's the reason why it works. Not only is it good content that's gonna that's gonna work well. It, it fits into that same world as like the uh, um, uh, the, the the holiday lights style mm. content, where it just it people find it appealing um, that that live in the area. Um, but secondarily, if you make another uh, business owner look good, what do you think they are likely to do with that content? They're gonna make you look good. They will probably share it with their audience. Yep. <laughs> And if, if they're a local business that is focused in that area, their clients are your clients. So you can potentially grow your audience. You can, you can grow into something bigger just by getting out there and, and doing something that, it, that is just, it's good for everybody, right? It, it's good when uh, um, it, you make them look good. They provide you content that, that your audience will care about. Their audience will probably enjoy it too. Uh, and it's, it's a really good way to get some distribution um, without that, that, that is very leveraged. So it's a, mm. I, I love, I love that, that potential strategy. That's an excellent free strategy. So, I mean, so just to touch on that, and then I wanted to kind of circle back on what you're talking about with, with balancing paid versus these free strategies. So yeah. you're right. I mean, we've had agents who have taken advantage of that by just writing a blog post about here are the top five coffee shops in the area. Now do your research, make sure they have a website, make sure they have a decent following on Facebook, because there's obviously going to be some room when they share it, you're basically taking advantage of their audience for completely free because they like the spotlight being put on them because they like the attention you gave them and the positive review that you wrote or whatever it may be. Right. Um, Dustin found an interview business owners and has them talk about what they do and, and introduce, you know, exactly what they provide for the community, everything like that. So you're right. Taking advantage of someone, another business's audience is a great free strategy to use. And the sooner you do that, the, the better off you're going to be. Now also, point you talked about. So balancing free versus these, these paid methods. It's like, there's this metaphor that I've talked about on, on with Tyler and with a bunch of people on in different places. It's like when you plant a farm, you're not going to get that return right away. You're planting the seeds and you got to wait for the, for the harvest. Now, in the meantime, you still have to eat. So what do you do? You're going to go out for a steak dinner somewhere and you're going to have to pay for that. Right. right? That every single night, obviously, because it's not efficient. You do that while you need to. And then eventually the sprout and you're going to harvest and you've got completely free leads and free transactions happening because you took the time early on to establish that. Right. 
Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and I think I think that's actually a really great example too, uh, especially looking at the at the farming route because um, one of the big places where I see paid fitting into some of this stuff too is that uh, the reality is, you know, if you if you looked at a farm, if if you're 100 percent reliant on just what your farm produces, what happens when uh, when when you know your area of the world goes through a drought and that farming method no longer works? Well, if you have systematically been able to figure out how you can pay somebody for, you know, their product or their, you know, their, their crop or whatever, and then sell that at a profit, you, you're still okay, right? Because even though your farm may not be working anymore, you still have other sources, other ways of being able to make money. And so when, when people are reliant on these 100% free methods, that, that tends to be the, the, like the, the golden handcuffs that they end up with that, that they, they become reliant on these things that very often go away. Like, you know, it, SEO today is not what SEO was 10 years ago. Uh, it's still, Absolutely. it's still doable, but the methods that people were relying on 10 years ago just don't work today. Right. Like it, it, they, 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 they they're gone. And uh, in the same way, you know, free strategies, leveraging like Facebook groups or lever- whatever you want to find in terms of free strategy, all these things change, they ebb and flow. And it, it, it's good to have that blend, exactly like you described, of being able to, um, you know, have enough strategies to keep your business afloat regardless of what goes on with any given strategy. Exactly. Got to be able to adapt, man. Got to keep rolling and adapting. It changes quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, so, okay, cool. So we've got, we've got uh, paid versus free. Uh, we talked about some good stuff with, with, uh, with, with video, um, some good ideas for content there. Um, we talked about the uh, the the no silver bullet, the the understanding that that campaigns aren't going to be one to one for every market. So having that, I really I really like the way that this uh, that this episode has gone. We've got a lot of good mindset stuff, a, a lot of good stuff that I think it really like. The reality is we could, and 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 maybe that's part of what's nice about this. You guys dive into very often very specific tactics, right? Like if if you guys go over to the Beatzilla group, or if you go over to the Easy Agent Pro website. Uh, or uh, Facebook page, you will see they dive into very specific uh, uh, topics and tactics and show you exactly how to do them. Um, so we're, we're, we haven't covered a lot of that, but you can find that there. Um, but but we're covering something I think that's that's a lot more important, um, which is knowing that behind all of this, what does the what does the mindset actually look like that makes this work? Because that that's the thing that'll hold you back more than having specific tactics, right? Like it's not hard to find new ways to generate leads. It's really hard to stick, stick it out and figure out what works and, and, and stay with it long enough. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, if you want, if you want to get into something too, like if you want to get into something actionable, we could talk about that too. So like, if you're going to leave this Facebook live session from, and there's one thing you want to actually go do and implement, if it comes to something like Facebook, just since that's my strong suit and just statistically what seems to work across the board are these pre-composed searches. So let's say you leave here and you want to go whatever's whatever's specific for your market. Maybe it's single story homes. Maybe it's homes with pools. Maybe it's homes in a specific price point. Go put a list together of those homes that are most appealing and attractive in your market, given the climate of your market that you know, not that I obviously don't know, depending on where you're at and put a list together, compile those resources into one place, put a Facebook ad together and say, here's this resource that I compiled. You don't have to do searching. Here's this list of homes in the 300,000 price range, or here's this list of homes that have pools in your area. So go, go create, if you could do one thing after leaving here, just cause I always love giving somebody something actionable to go do, right. go create a Facebook ad, compile a resource like that based on listings or whatever specific features are interesting in your market, 
launch it out there, see how it does. Best, one of the best places to get started, especially statistically based on the different case studies that I've seen working for agents across a multitude of different markets. That's one of the best things you can do. Yeah, and, and absolutely. That's, it, that strategy works great because it really goes back to some of the fundamentals of marketing, right? Like mm -hmm. people, people aren't looking for homes they're looking for spe a specific home that fits, you know, fits their needs. So right. if, if you say, "Hey, I've got homes," there's like, "Yeah, so does Zillow, so does everybody, right?" Like everyone's got homes, but uh, but having that specific list that, like, "Yeah, I'm looking for that. I I want that specifically. I I I know I'm looking for homes with pools, or I'm looking for um, you know the best price, uh, the the best cost per square foot in this neighborhood, right? Like I I know I'm looking for that." So let's, yeah, I, I want that list. I, I think that strategy makes a ton of sense because it actually calls to attention the thing that lets the people know. Again, it, it goes back to what we were talking about um, with the community, uh, the, the, the Insta farm pages and that kind of thing. The more that you're able to match your message to what the conversation that's already going on in somebody's head, the the more likely they are to respond and interact with it. So it's a that's a fantastic way of leveraging that. Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure at the very least, because you're right, we were talking about a lot of foundational elements that are very good to apply, but I always love making sure we get something actionable here. So Absolutely. just wanted to make Absolutely. sure I touched on that. And we got we got Scooter coming in with a bit of a tip too. So Scooter says, if there are any rural folks watching, homes on five plus acres has worked well for him. So that makes sense. So that's, that's, another, that's another list, people who are looking for lots of land um, as opposed to, you know, uh, other house features. So the, the, the plot itself is a, a feature that, that in the rural areas people would be looking for. Yeah. Good tip, Scooter. Actually, um, I have to check out that squeeze page, man. I'm excited to see it. See what it looks like. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, shoot, I can attest. I've been uh, I've been looking at, at properties in in different areas, and one of the things that has been part of my search has been uh, the amount of land that it has. So I, I know that it's a uh, I know that it's a, an important element for for people looking in those rural areas for sure. Absolutely. So you guys know your markets. Just identify what what things like if it's depending on where you're at in those rural areas, land or whatever it may be, identify those factors, compile them together and just see how you can offer those up and see what type, type of traction you get. So that's that's really all all it comes down to when it comes to that one actionable takeaway. Yeah. And, and again, for for anybody who who's, ha you know, who's struggling to throw together uh, a page like that, the 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 lead sides from Easy Agent Pro make it really easy to throw together a landing page like that, right? So it makes it makes it super simple to actually get get one of these ideas to think I want I want to you know throw together a list of homes like this um, to to not only uh, throw together that list uh, on the back end using like your IDX uh, in in the actual Easy Agent Pro site, but also that that gate that thing that lets you collect information before they get uh, before they get that list, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody else, if anybody's listening, the, the process, if you're really new to Facebook or, or whatever it may be, it's going to go, they see the Facebook ad, they click to the Facebook ad, which takes them to your landing page where they need to give you information before they can access that resource. So it's just, that's the three stage process of it. So yeah, what you want to do is create a page with that list of all the different homes, given whatever, whatever variable it is you just decided on based on your market. And then before they can access that, you want to get their contact information, um, whether it be email, name, and phone number, whatever your form is going to be, and then connect that to your Facebook ad. So that's the basic process of it, just to kind of lay that out for those of you who are relatively new to the whole experience of that. Awesome, awesome. And, and essentially, you know, you could take that same concept. That is the, that's the meta concept for running almost any of these ads, right? Is that, that you have something of value and the ad that tells people about it 
And in between, you have some sort of opt-in that 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 they have to go through before they get to that thing of value. So it's about knowing your market. It's about knowing the things that they want. Uh, and there's tons of options that fit into that into that world. There's you know foreclosure lists, uh, your top deals, best price per square foot, uh, information about down payment assistance. Um, uh, what else? Uh, honestly, uh, home values for us still work really well. Uh, they're not going to get you people that are necessarily going to sell right now, but they, uh, um, they'll get you people top of funnel, um, that are, you're able to have conversations with. Um, yeah, there, there, there's, but that's the key is that you want to know what people are wanting and you want to put that in front of them, uh, and then have a way to collect their information and easy agent pros lead sites makes it really easy to do that. Thanks. I appreciate that, Zach. It's, it's a really quality plug for our service there. Really <laughs> you like know, that. yeah. So that's squeeze pages, guys, building them. It's really easy. It literally takes just a few minutes. Head on back to our YouTube channel. Just search Easy Agent Pro. We've got plenty of videos showing you and walking you through the entirety of the process. Um, it's really, really straightforward. And once you get into the routine of it, it becomes really easy to just start testing and, and putting these things out on the fly. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So we, we are nearing the end. Uh, during this ending part, one of the things that I like that I like to do this this has been some great content. Um, I have some really quick uh, sort of rapid fire questions, things that are that are really easy to answer. We can go in as long as we want to on them, but oh, uh, it is also a really great opportunity. Anybody that's watching live right now, if you have any questions for Kelvin, if you want to get involved and have him answer something specific or me, anything that we've talked about, anything that you'd like us to dive in further on. Feel free to uh, drop a comment uh, below. And again, it, it is going to uh, be very important. You want to get to facebook.com slash real estate growth hackers uh, in order to make sure that we can see those comments. So like right now, I'm, I'm, see I'm seeing Sean. Sean just uh, said the end is near. Uh, we've, we've got Scooter. Scooter's been interacting with us. I see we've got a number of people on live with us. If you're on live and you want to uh, um, make sure that we are uh, seeing your comments, you need to get to the... Uh, uh, the Real Estate Growth Hackers Facebook page. Uh, and then uh, uh, we will see your comments and uh, be able to feature you on the show like Christopher here. Make it rain, Kelvin. There we go. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, any questions that you have, we'll be able to interact with you and uh, and get you on. One other thing real quick. Let me go ahead and copy this. I'm going to put this into the comments here as well. Uh, there we go. <laughs> it, should, uh, it should come through. Um, if uh, uh, if you want to come on and actually interact with us live, uh, you can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. Uh, you can actually click that link that I just dropped into the uh, comments, and you can actually come on, come into our lobby. We can bring you on live to ask your question as well. So if you want to do that, you're more than welcome. But uh, as so now, with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive into some of these questions. As other questions come in, we'll be sure to be sure to tackle them. Um, okay, so. Uh, uh, yeah, let's see. Okay. So what, what are, what are for you, some of your, your favorite tools in, in, in business? Um, and, and this could be anything from, uh, software, uh, technology, uh, even I, I've, I've had a number of guests mention like post-it notes are really important in their business. So what any, anything and everything that for you, you consider like an important tool to, to do your day-to-day, -day, you know, work in business. So for me, what I spend a majority of my week doing involves video. So my, my biggest tools are obviously going to be things like Adobe and Premiere, but those are really complex. There's right. other tools that I really, really love using as well, like Quick, which is check out. It's a great way to use something like your phone to just create a really quick 
video presentation of, of a house or, or whatever. There's a lot of pre-composed edits and free to use music. And it's a really easy way for you to take advantage of something that's very, very important today. And that's video. So Quick is one of my favorite tools, Quick and Splice, both by GoPro. That's one of the easiest ways for you to get comfortable and exposed to video and start editing video. Um, because that's one of the biggest questions I get a lot too, is because Kelvin, you do all these videos. Where can I start in terms of editing and, and getting videos created? That's the base point of it is I need to know how to make them. And so those are, those are two of my favorite tools to recommend in general. Um, if you're more advanced, more experienced, Premiere is what I use when I'm creating video. That's, I use that program probably 80% of the time I'm working in the week because that's what I do a lot. Right. Um, yeah. And, and then, I mean, the other tool that I would say I use is obviously what we talked about most is Facebook, <laughs> Facebook and, right. uh, and video editing software. Those are probably two of the biggest tools that I personally use. Um, if you're looking, if you're looking for a place to start there, a uh, bunch of other resources we've got for that. So are those, are those kind of like the tools you're, yeah, you're asking yeah, that, about? Yeah, that kind that... of idea. So like, like on, on Facebook, for instance, um, I, I'm always curious about how people do this. So you, you do a lot of Facebook ads. Um, do sure. you guys, do you leverage a, like a third party service to run ads or do you, uh, something like Ad Espresso or, or Quaya or do Yeah, you, I or... use uh, Ad Espresso is my favorite one. And I, okay. I mean, the, the interface itself on Facebook can get kind of convoluted and, and clunky fast, but, uh, right. I, I love Ad Espresso. Um, and I, then I set everything up myself via that third party platform, but that's a really cool tool and a great way for you to actually start exploring split testing. The capabilities over there are crazy. So right. start figuring out what creative, what message strategy is working better for you. What's bringing in more clients that way. Um, right. definitely one of my favorite tools to recommend. Cool. Cool. Any, any, anything else? I see scooter scooter has mentioned Grammarly. Uh, Grammarly is oh, definitely a, a cool I tool. I love Grammarly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go, I, go ahead. Describe describe what uh, Grammarly is. Basically, when you're writing something out, whatever whatever it may be, a blog or whatever, uh, it's going to basically be scanning as you're writing and sh immediately alert you, hey, this is grammatically incorrect or you misspelled this or whatever it may be. So without that tool, I would probably look really stupid on the copy that I'm putting on some of my ads because it catches things that I never, I just don't pay attention to. So definitely a good recommendation, Scooter. Yeah, absolutely. And what, one of the things that I love about uh, love about Grammarly too is not not all of it is just pure like grammar rules. Some of it's also like you're repeating this word a lot, or uh, uh, or or things like uh, um, uh, shoot, what was, what was one of the other ones? Uh, I can't remember the specific thing, but but very often people write in a in like a first person perspective when they don't want to, and and this like calls it out, uh, and and just it, it's not technically wrong, but it it can be better. If you if you do it right, no no, it's the passive voice. That's what it is. People write in a passive voice rather than an active voice, and th and this will show that. So it, it it's it's all sorts of uh, cool stuff. I think they have a um, they have a free uh, free option. They also have paid option too, I believe. Um, Correct. So yeah, it's a it's definitely a cool tool to check out. Sean, what is Sean saying? Sean, uh, uh, this might be a joke. I'm not I'm not, I'm not completely in on, but apparently something about a. Uh, anything with floral prints. What's, what's the deal with, what's the deal with that? Kelvin? I've got a lot of, there's a lot of shirts that I really like to wear. Um, they're floral prints. I, I talk about that a lot on the podcast. It's just, we're just getting out of spring. So you're right, Sean, I'm all about floral prints, but now we're getting into fall, man. I'm going to have to change things up. I can't do floral. It just doesn't go anymore. <laughs> so I'll try and get my, I'll try and get my green background in here next time too. If we ever, if you ever have me back, I'll have a green background. So it makes everybody good. a little more familiar. Sounds good. Sounds good. We should, uh, uh, yeah. So, so, so not only are we getting uh, some awesome tool recommendations from Kelvin, we're also getting some great fashion advice as well. So <laughs> you get, you get, you get all the, uh, all the important elements of business here on the, uh, real estate growth hackers live show. 
Awesome. Okay, cool. What uh, what about uh, uh, people? What about like uh, influencers? Who are some of the people that you that you follow, look up to, uh, that have influenced you and your take on business? Uh, in terms of right now, I mean, Gary Vee is obviously a huge one I personally follow. Um, and then I've actually really been following um, Graham is another real estate agent. You can search him on YouTube. He's someone I really love following right now, getting bigger. And then also one of the other huge ones is Grant Cardone. Those right. have been people that I've been, I've just really been following and studying lately. And that's something I think you can definitely take advantage of. And people sometimes criticize those different channels for various things. Maybe they don't give enough actionable content, whatever it may be, but there's always plenty to learn if you're paying attention just by watching all these other people and exactly how they market, how they function, how they operate. So those right. are, those are probably three of my favorites right now that I, I watch videos on them consistently. I've listened to, I put the video on in my car and I have the audio playing while I'm driving somewhere. I just want to constantly right. be immersed in what those those people are saying and what ideas they're putting forward awesome yeah and, and I'm, I'm completely with you i mean the reality is with with anything like uh when it comes to content creation the the mode that you consume content in very much makes a difference on what kind of information they're able to include as well so like it makes sense that like you know gary v and 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 grant cardone and, and what was the other one great gray ham was that yeah, Graham. Uh, he's a he's a real estate agent actually out in in California. Let me see. I'll see if I can actually find. Cool. We get we and we can drop a link in the uh, in the post uh, once we uh, get this updated as well. But uh, um, but yeah, any 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 of these people that are putting out out content. I mean, especially Kelvin, you as a as a content creator yourself, it, it is a lot of work to put together uh, good content, and it's a lot of work to put together almost any content. Um, and so specifically putting out like structured actionable content. Um, doesn't always fit the bill when it comes to any given thing. So it, it makes sense. You're, you are, um, when, when you're watching these people, sometimes the value that you're able to glean isn't the actual content. It's the mindset or it's the, uh, it's, it's a general take on business. And, and just, you got to know that going into it, that you, when, when you want specific actionable content, look for things that actually are saying that they do that, right? Look for things right. that are saying they'll teach you how to do A to B because, not everyone's able to, um, you know, fit it into their schedule. Not, not everyone's able to uh, put together the time to actually show people step-by-step -step processes. So it, you can get value from almost any of these people who have success. Just you got to know what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't, you're going to miss the the valuable foundational elements that those other channels are providing. You're going to completely bypass them. You're not going to pay attention to them. And those are those are still critical elements that need to go into your business that can make a huge yeah. impact, even though they're not immediately actionable strategies. So people people can completely overlook those. I think you're completely right. Yeah. And, and it really is just like anything. It's a blend. Um, if, if you only have tactics and if you only have step-by-step -step stuff, I can just about guarantee you're going to fail. Um, right. if, if, if you don't also meter that with, with having some of the mindset stuff, having some of the, um, you know, the, the, the optimism, personal growth, business outlook, that kind of stuff in alongside it, because no matter what, the one of the biggest things that's consistent about business is that it, it it's hard. You run into problems, you run into obstacles, and you got to keep a good mindset to even get past them. So it, tactics tactics actually honestly tend to be pretty simple to find. Um, they tend to be fairly abundant <laughs> when it comes to finding them. So I uh, um, I mean I I, I get it. There, there's always everybody goes through different seasons where they're where they need a new tactic or they think they need a new tactic versus mindset. So. Um, but yeah, don't anybody, anybody watching, don't, don't lose, don't lose sight. There is value in the mindset. <laughs> Completely agree. Absolutely. Cool. So we've got, we got Gary V we've got, uh, Graham and we've Graham got Stephen. Gra what 
Graham Stephan. Sorry, I forgot the Graham last Stephan. name. I couldn't remember. Yeah, very smaller YouTuber, but a real estate agent himself, actually. Really, really cool channel. You guys should check that out if you ever get a chance. Awesome. And then we got Grant Cardone. Cool. Um, okay, what uh, what about books? What are some of the books that you would recommend um, that either you've been reading or you've read in the past or anything like that? Oh, I've read, I mean, late to this one, but Outliers was one I just finished not too long ago by Malcolm right. Gladwell. That's one of my, that's a, that was a great book. Um, and then I've read a lot of the other traditional ones. I haven't found anything unique. So like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a lot of the other traditional business book recommendations. Um, I, I'm currently, it's been I, about a month now since I finished Outliers. So I'm looking for a new book, actually. I would be open to recommendation in the Facebook comments that I should read. I would love to go read it. But um, what one of the things that I've that I've really enjoyed going through and doing is uh, I've been using uh, uh, Blinkist and and going through and using that as a not only a way to get really quick summaries of books, but also to figure out the books that I might want to dive in deeper for. Um, do, do you know what Blinkist is? Have, have you heard of that before? No, I haven't. Sounds cool. So so what it is? Yeah, it's actually it's super cool. So it's a uh, um, it's a service that lets you get, uh, they, they, they have both audio and written summaries of books. And the idea is that they try and do it in like a 15 minute thing. So you'll get, you'll get 15 minutes worth of content from a book. And for some books, it can pretty much replace the book, right? Like depending, depending on the book, um, other books, it's more of like a really good reminder. Maybe if you already read the book of some of the key principles, some of the, the, you know, the, the high points, the main points of the book. Um, but yeah, it's a, a B L I N K I S T, I believe. Uh, here, let me, I'm gonna have to check that out because that's one of the hardest things is, you know, I get a lot of, a lot of recommendations from Tyler. He reads, right. he reads quite a lot, but, uh, finding new recommendations and new books for me to start reading is actually quite a challenge. Right. Yeah. So go, I'll check that out. And what's nice is like it's it's an unlimited thing. So it does it does cost. I think I forget what it is. It's like ten or fifteen bucks a month, something like that. Um, there might be a free level of it too. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, but within that, you can you can add as many of these as you want. Um, and they have both. Uh, so like they'll have the written stuff, but all the they they also have uh, narrated audio versions of the written stuff too. So you can you can like load up you know ten to fifteen books on your commute, throw it up to like one point five speed, and you know, quickly synthesize some really good information that way. But absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, selling the invisible. I haven't. I haven't read that one. That sounds. That sounds like a good book. What's uh, What's good that right. one about, Sean? You'll have to. Uh, you'll have to tell us that. Appreciate the recommendation too, Sean. But uh, but yeah, one of the books that I that I uh, uh, just went through the Blinkist on. And I actually, I think I have. Yeah, I do. I have it up there as well, so I'll have to dive in and read it too. Um, but I just did the uh, the Blinkist on Bold uh, from uh, Peter Diamandis and Stephen uh, Kotler. Kotler, not sure how you say it, but uh, um, it, it's essentially about. For one, have you read it? No, I haven't. Okay, so uh, what it's what it's about is it's about uh, kind of the changing technology in our world and how that's impacting business and and some of the key some of the key trends that are worth paying attention to. So they talk about, um, uh, they talk about crowdsourcing, they talk about crowdfunding, um, but, but they, 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 give it, they give it from a really interesting perspective. They talk about uh, artificial intelligence. Um, anyway, it's a, it's, it's a really good look at some of, these, some of these technologies that are really impacting and changing things. And it, it even gives you some ideas about how you might be able to leverage, um, leverage that into you know any business that you might be working on or, or changing and adapting your business so it's, it's really what was the name again it's called bold b-o-l-d bold 
I'm making a list right now, man. <laughs> oh, and then uh, uh, Sean uh, Sean mentions a uh, conversion code as well. That one's really good too. I I, oh, I read, read that. I read that one. That one that one's uh, it, it's a really good uh, summary on a um, uh, nice sales process. Uh, and and what I really like about it is it is it is it's it's uh, very much a um, uh, consultative close kind of process where you're where you're finding out what somebody's needs are and then closing them based on that. Um, the one thing that I would, that I would be, uh, that I would be careful on with it is, is conversion code definitely comes from a, uh, uh, from a standpoint of almost assuming that, 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 that they are at that point where it's, they're ready to do the sale. So like what, what we were talking about earlier is not everybody's there yet. So you don't need to go through like a whole, you know, a whole closing process with somebody who's not, there if they're not mentally at that point you don't necessarily need to go through that but it still gives some really good tips some really good ideas so as long as you're keeping that in mind i think it's a i think it's a very worthwhile uh worthwhile read and worthwhile system cool man sean, sean's reading all kinds of books sean has got has got the uh the reading <laughs> down thanks for the uh thanks for the recommendations sean but uh okay cool so we got we, we got some good book recommendations we got outliers uh and that's actually that's one that i haven't read yet but i've got it in my blinkist um, and then, uh, uh, rich dad, poor dad, which is also a, a fantastic book. Uh, okay. And so the, the, the last, the last thing, so again, anybody, we're going to be wrapping up in just a second here. If you have any questions, get them in now or forever hold your peace. Um, and, but actually, honestly, if, if, if anybody is watching this, uh, as a replay, if you're not watching this live and you're coming back through this, if you have any questions for either, uh, Kelvin or myself, feel free to drop them in the comments. Um, I will be monitoring this. If, if there was any questions that we need to get Kelvin in on, I will be sure to, to uh, point them out to him as well. So uh, feel free. If you have any questions, uh, you can you can drop them after the fact. And then at one better than that, again, if you guys haven't already, uh, one of the things that you do want to go check out is you want to check out the uh, Beatzillow Facebook group. They, uh, if, if you have any questions on this kind of stuff, they've, they've got some really great information in there. They're doing some cool stuff. Um, really, really great uh they, uh, uh, Kelvin mentioned this before, but in case you're just joining in, um, you don't have to be an uh, Easy Agent Pro uh, member. Uh, you don't have to um, uh, have a lead site in order to join the group. Uh, so th there's lots of information that's valuable, whether or not you're currently using the Easy Agent Pro products. So get in there, some good stuff. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, last thing though, uh, anybody uh, watching or watching in the future or whatnot, Say everything is just erased from their mind and they only get to walk away with three things uh, that they're going to remember from this. What are the top three takeaways that you would want somebody to have as a result of watching this? The top three things are some of the stuff we talked about really early on is understand there is no silver bullet. Just right. because somebody something worked really well for someone doesn't mean it's going to identically work for you. Um, also, balance short-term and long-term success strategies. So things like SEO with short-term paid ad strategies. Find a balance there. That's another really big one that... I, I really love to reiterate and then also um, adapt and be and be always be prepared for what's currently working for you to not work next week. Just right. always be in that mindset of adaptability and understand that you're going to have to continually change and and retest and reiterate and re uh, implement something. So those are three of the things that I really think you should take away from here after we're done. Awesome. So those things, again, we've got no silver bullet. Uh, there's not going to be some magical thing that magically fixes your business. You've got to have a lot of different tactics, a lot of different things that come together to make your business work. Uh, tactics are not one-to-one -one for every market. So just because somebody got a lot of leads in another market, you're not necessarily going to see that in yours. So be ready to, uh, uh, to, to see that happen. 
Um, you want to balance free versus paid. You want to balance short versus long term. You want to have this blend of strategies that that doesn't rely on any one given tactic. Uh, and then adaptability. So yeah, so making sure that you're ready for the inevitable change, because that's the only thing that is consistent is that nothing is consistent. Uh, so yeah, be, being ready for that. That's a some great some great takeaways there. So finally, uh, before before we hop off, before I let you go, uh, where should people watching this go? Where should they check you out? We've we've definitely we've made it very clear where they can, but let's <laughs> give them one more chance of where uh, where if they haven't yet gotten it into their brains. Where where should people check you guys out? You guys can check us out at easyagentpro.com. You can search for Easy Agent Pro on YouTube. You can shoot us a tweet directly at, uh, at easyagentpro, or you can reach out to me directly, Kelvin, at easyagentpro.com. We've got so many different channels available, and we're always listening and ready to talk, guys. So anything, any one of those will do, and please do feel free to reach out. Awesome, awesome, and yeah, I've got the I've got the link up on the screen. Uh, after this, after after we're not live anymore, I will be updating the post with all sorts of links. So anybody watching this, you'll have an easy way to click in and uh, and go and find all the great content that they are putting out over at Easy Agent Pro. So uh, I will we will go ahead and uh, and call that one a, a wrap for now. I've got a couple of quick things to say at the end here, but other than that, thank you so much for uh, uh, for coming on, Kelvin. One last question: uh, Who do you know who you think should come on this show and be a guest with me as well? Ooh, um, let me think here. Have you had Neil on here from Onion Juice? I haven't. I haven't. I do. I am familiar with Neil, but I haven't had him on. He's a great guy. We've had him on our podcast. I would highly recommend getting him on here. Great, great guy. I'll be sure to reach out to Neil. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much again, Kelvin, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Tons of value, guys. Make sure that you drop uh, drop some likes, drop some comments. Remind uh, remind everyone of what great content they may have missed out on uh, if they if they didn't come and watch live. Uh, if you're watching this as the replay, thank you for joining for the replay again. Feel free to drop uh, questions, comments below, uh, and then otherwise we will uh, uh, you know we'll, we'll 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 see you next time. So thank you so much for uh, for for coming on, Kelvin. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, guys. All right, talk to you later. All right, guys. So thank you so much for uh, for coming on to the Real Estate Growth Hackers live show. My name is Zach Hammer. Uh, one quick thing that I have for you uh, before before you get going. Uh, one of the problems that I know a lot of real estate agents run into uh, when it comes to uh, generating leads and working with leads is, is is that process that happens after you've generated the lead. So you, you generate the lead. What, what do you do from then on? So I put together a free course that anyone can get right now by commenting lead tips below uh, called the ultimate lead machine. And ultimate lead machine, what it talks about is it talks about that process, that overarching process of how you kind of build out a real estate business and 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 process those leads. So if you're able to get in contact with somebody, how do you process that? If you're not able to get in contact with somebody, how do you process that? So you have a, a, a very cohesive long-term strategy that lets you know exactly how to work with each and every lead to extract as much value as possible while giving as much value as possible. So if you want that, you can get that right now by dropping a comment below that says lead tips. Uh, if you happen to be listening to this on the uh, podcast, you can also send a text uh, that says lead tips to 444-999. That's L-E-A-D-T-I-P-S to 444-999, all one word for lead tips. So thanks so much for uh, for coming on. I, I, I've got some more great guests lined up, uh, ready to, to, to come on in some of the future episodes as well. If you want to make sure that you don't miss uh, those episodes, drop a comment below that says notify, and we'll show you how you can get on our notification list. It's completely free as well. Uh, and uh, I, I, otherwise, thank you so much for, uh, for coming. Thank you for watching. We 
deeply appreciate you giving us uh, the, the the time and, and your attention. Uh, hopefully we uh, have been able to convey a lot of value to you to help you grow your real estate business. So thanks again. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Growth Hacker Show. Remember, done is better than perfect. To turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business, visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information. Or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. You can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.